Hello, and welcome to Gank That Drink. Gank That Drink. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just, mine just splattered all over my computer. Uh, a supernatural drinking game podcast. That's right. It's Gank That Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. <laughs> it's the podcast where we... Uh, make up drinking game rules for one of our favorite episodes of the television show Supernatural. We recap that episode for you and let you know how the rules played out. And then we tell you what's next, what episode we're doing next, and what drinking game rules we're going to play for that episode. That is how it works. I'm Chrissy. But who Lynch, are we? Director. Oh, there oh, we good, go. Good question. Yeah, it's who are you? <laughs> And I'm uh, uh, Nate McWhorter, a performer at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater, which I know you were about to say. Oh, no, I was just going to say that I'm the director of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. Okay. And you're a performer at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater, and we're we're Neighborhood Comedy Theater. Going to nail this intro someday. (laughs) One One of these days, we'll get it right um how how are you uh today it's a little bit unusual we're recording in the day yes weird uh it is a little unusual that is weird um but i'm feeling good uh it's a it's a weekend day that we're recording on so it's kind of nice to do a little day drinking and i i did actually just watch uh uh, both the episode that we're doing in our next episode uh, uh that i that is my episode uh right before doing this so i'm already Two episodes worth of day drinking in. Oh, excellent. <laughs> which, yeah, which I only finished one drink because I was drinking a heavy drink. So I was sipping it the whole way. Uh, okay, good. good. Uh, what are you drinking important. right now, Chrissy? What'd you crack open at the top here? I cracked open a, as always, Topo Chico hard seltzer spike sparkling water tangy lemon lime. Tangy, tangy lemon lime. Heck yeah. That's, I've only had one and I can't say. Sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> what are you uh, partaking uh, I, in? I, I, I cracked open a Noka, which is a no carbonation boozy lemonade. Uh, 5% Ooh. alcohol. It is made by some sort of internet person. Is <laughs> Some cool. influencer has made this. That's all I really know about it. I couldn't tell you who it is. Um, I got it from work, so... Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's got a cool little design on the can. Um, it's got like cool little like cartoon drawings of like people having fun and like summertime activities and picnic blankets and look, these people are playing beer pong. Google it. It's a cool little uh, cool little can. Um, I won't no-car? review the drink because I don't want to say it's Noca N O C A. Okay. And it stands for no carbonation. So that's yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, it's it's. Um, I won't review the liquid. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to give out a review of the liquid. As I'm going to save those opinions for off air. Okay, very good. Anyway, what episode are we watching, Chrissy? We're doing season eight, or I'm sorry, season five, episode nine. Oh my God, I just had a mini heart attack. I literally just had a mini heart attack that I watched the Did wrong episode. Did you think that you watched the wrong No, it's just me being an idiot. There was a We're part doing... of me when I put it on that I thought I had the wrong episode earlier today. And so then you said season eight and I was like, oh, no, no, nope. I did just watch the wrong episode. No, five, season nine, five, episode nine, the real Ghostbusters. Sweet. Yeah. 
Uh, and here's our rules. Awesome, uh, take a drink anytime the panels are announced. Take a drink anytime they drink a yellow-eyed cooler. Take a drink anytime someone says LARP or LARPing, which I think I missed a lot of in my count. Uh, take a drink if they give... Um, if it... Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I will get into it later. Sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, we'll, when we discuss the, how the rules played out, I have a, I have a thought on that. I, I don't think you did. This was going to be my point. I don't think you did miss them. Um, I think that there's a different phrase we could have gone with that would have hit more. Anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, take a drink anytime anyone gives out their agent names and double it if you know what band or musical group is being referenced. Take a drink anytime someone says naughty, naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Take a drink for a real ghost sighting. Take a drink anytime we salt and burn bones. And then finally, take a shot or a double drink when someone says that's what Sam and Dean would do. Mm, I have one other rule that you had in here. Um, well, what was it uh, that I wrote down from the last episode was chuckles. Oh, chuckles. That's right. I missed it. Chuckles. Yes. Anytime someone chuckles. calls someone chuckles. Take a drink. All right. Season five, episode nine, the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> then <laughs> Sam uh, is being mean to Dean and saying that he has a mind of his own and he's not just dad's puppet. We learn that Dean might have to kill Sam at some point. They're talking about the cult, the cult, the cult. They learn about what LARPing is, and they learn about the existence of the supernatural books. They learn about Chuck Shirley, a.k.a. Carver Endland. Obviously, I'm a god, he says. He's a prophet of the Lord, Castiel says. We meet Becky... She is groping Sam and saying, you're so firm. Becky, Becky is amazing. Just starting off the episode, I want to say that. Becky's amazing. Becky's amazing. As a character, simply amazing. Yes. She's truly In the now. Gift. In the now. Sorry. The Not now. to distract you. Just, you I, I just, she, this, this is the episode I think she shines in probably the most. Uh, oh really? Even, even more than the wedding episode, I think that she absolutely slays in this episode. She does. Anyway, we'll get to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so baby comes racing up to the hills to the like beautiful hillside bed and breakfast where Chuck is outside pacing, uh, and they're like, "What was the emergency? There's no emergency. You texted us. Uh, come right away. We drove all night. No, I didn't text you, Becky." And Becky's like, I borrowed your phone from your pants. <laughs> uh, Sam and Dean, you made it. Uh, they're going to want to see it, she's telling Chuck. And Chuck is saying, I'm sorry, guys, for everything. As they walk inside the bed of breakfast, they encounter a Dean and a Scarecrow and lots of supernatural merchandise. What is this? Well, it's the first supernatural convention. Title card, supernatural. Pew, 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 pew. Wee, wee, wee. 
which um, I just want to point out one of the coolest things in like, they kind of do like a, like a bunch of different cuts of all the different things at this first annual supernatural convention. My favorite being of which, and I don't know if I've even seen this at our own conventions. I haven't got, I'll admit, I have not gone to the supernatural convention, but at the comic, I have, uh, I don't think I've seen this. The, the got salt shirt. Mm hmm. You've it's seen it because that was like my favorite thing. Oh, I no, I haven't that. seen I it to buy. The, Yeah, that's what I mean. To buy the got salt shirt. I, I think that like whoever's making supernatural shirts out there needs to be really remembering this episode and <laughs> selling those because I would I would rock that a lot of the I'm not some of the supernatural merch is just a little too like on the nose for me or like, you know, it's very like, he's got a shirt that's got salt. Yeah, it is like, which is perfect, which is just like, you know, which is like goes with the aesthetic of the show. Right. But like, you know, I would totally wear the got salt shirt. I'm just. Yeah. OK, I'll find you one on Redbubble or something. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're in the convention. We're giving a welcome speech. The panels are announced. Take a drink. They are frightened little boy. The secret life of Dean. And the homoerotic subtext of Supernatural. Oh, and don't forget, the hunt starts at 7 p.m. sharp. He introduces Carver Endland, which is the pen name of Chuck Shirley. Uh, and did you notice that the Chuck is standing in front of a, a poster of a cover of a Supernatural book? And the boys are like yes. shirtless like beefcakes. Shirtless, yes. <laughs> shirtless, muscled up yeah. beefcakes like it's the cover of a romance novel. It's like a Baywatch poster, yeah. <laughs> or yes, like a romance. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. It was very Fabio-esque uh, yes. version of the boys. Yeah. So Chuck is taking questions from the audience. And uh, a big German guy who's dressed up like a scarecrow jumps up and he's like, yeah, why are Sam and Dean always losing their knives and guns? Shouldn't they put them on some kind of a bungee or something? Follow-up question. Uh, Supernatural's best moments. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Because keep going. Keep going. Oh, no. He says, follow-up question. Why are the boys not realizing that Ruby is evil? <laughs> and then Becky gets uh, right in yeah. his face. I, if you I, don't I, like the books, don't read them. Don't read them. Yeah, sometimes when the supernatural writers are talking directly like to the fans or like just very much like being self-reflexive in the script where they're like, yeah, we're we're just kind of either complain or like have some sort of commentary on our own show at our own situation. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I love it. Sometimes I love it too. some of their best writing is when they're very just like uh, uh, self-reflexive or meta. It's so yeah. Good. Uh, so Which they do else... a lot. It's something they fall back on a lot. But I, I just this episode, it's so good. It's so well, well placed. It is, and it's an early. It's early on. Oh, so I should say, season five. What's going on in season five? Uh, it, you know, is that uh, the boys are the vessels of Lucifer and Michael, and they're fighting the mm -hmm. four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's what's sort of happening. So that's why they want the cult is so that they can kill the four horsemen. And at this time, they don't know where the cult yeah. is. They've lost track of it. The cult, the cult, the we'll cult. Oh, that. it takes us so many places. The cult, the cult, the cult. Yeah, we talked about the cult in our last episode. We yeah. sure did. Fun. We didn't even plan that. 
so Chuck reveals that they have found a Scandin a wealthy Scandinavian investor who's going to allow him to start publishing again. And of course, this makes Sam and Dean livid. They don't like the supernatural books. Uh, there's a big scream. No. Ah! Sam and Dean run up the stairs. They're joined by a whole bunch of LARPers. Mm-hmm. And we notice that among the LARPers, there's sort of a featured Sam and Dean, kind of a main Sam and Dean that are emerging. They're a, a really cute uh, pair. One of them is, you know, shorter and stouter. One of them is quite tall and thin. And they're taking their cosplay very seriously as Sam and Dean. Devin Rattray is the actor who plays the shorter one. Uh, and he is in a bunch of stuff. Um, and I was gonna pull up his, I will let you know all the other things that he's in, uh, uh, at, towards the end of the show. Oh yeah. He's, I knew what it is. He's Buzz from Home Alone. Oh, of that's, course. that's Buzz. That's the brother, the older brother from Home Alone. And then he's also in the movie Nebraska. Uh, and then he's in a, he's in a bunch of other things too. But, uh, yes, he, I, I always, whenever he pops up, he's just one of those guys that like pops up every once in a while. And I'm like, oh, that's right. That's the Home Alone brother. So I just I, I and he and he's so good. And then the other guy, I'm gonna look up the other actor too because I I he's in a bunch of things as well. They yeah, they look him up perfectly. Ernie Ernie Grunwald. Say it again. Ernie Grunwald. And Devin Rattray. Yes. All right, and of course we they have Emily great. Perkins in here as Becky Rosen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Doing a great job as ever and always. All right, so the LARPing begins, and we realize that the first person to find the bones of mean old Letitia Gore will get a $50 gift certificate to Sizzler. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so the price. LARPing begins. Uh, we learn that this bed and breakfast was once an orphanage run by the mean old Letitia Gore, who murdered four boys... Uh, here on the grounds before she took her own life. We cut to a lone LARPer with a little cardboard EMF uh, meter, which is so cute. Uh, and he's like, the EMF's going <laughs> crazy. He finds mean Miss Letitia Gore and he shoots her with a Nerf dart and complains that she's supposed to vanish. And the actress is like, how am I supposed to vanish? And he's like, I don't know. Uh but the, a real ghost pops up and does vanish. Miss Gore won't let us have any fun, he says. Naughty, 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 pops up mean Letitia Gore. The, these are real ghosts, so take a drink. Real yes, ghosts are yeah, popping yeah. up. I'm going to take a drink. Yeah, I actually took a drink on the first scream of the actress. I, I didn't know it was a real ghost thing only. I actually counted the, the fake ghost. Oh, you counted the fake ghost too? Sighting as well. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, cut to Sam and Dean who are drinking at the bar with the actress who's playing mean old Letitia Gore. And she's totally blowing him off until she looks up and sees that he's actually hot. <laughs> <laughs> which is a great moment she's like yeah yeah everybody in their leather jacket has been hitting on me tonight oh but you seem different <laughs> you you're not you're not afraid of women that's what she says she says yeah. you seem like you're not afraid of women <laughs> it's a great moment 
so Sam and Dean overhear the real, the guy who saw the real ghost, and he's like, "Look, I'm getting out of here, and you should too." And so they're like, "Oh, maybe there is a, a case here. Maybe there is going something going on." They pay off uh, the real hotel manager for the real info, and they find out that it is indeed based on a real ghost story. It is indeed the anniversary of the night that it happened that Letitia Gore murdered four boys uh, and they learn that it happened up in the attic. So they're not the only ones who are good at eavesdropping. Our featured Sam and Dean are also overhearing what the real Sam and Dean are up to. And they are also going to go up to the attic to check it out. They're looking around. Uh, They see a little kid ghost. Uh, ghost appearance take a drink and they he points to a map which is covered or a a painting on the wall which has a handprint behind it a little child's handprint behind it and then uh, they turn it over and it's covered in all these like bloody children's handprints it's gross they rip it open and find the map and they're convinced this is the coolest uh larp ever (laughs) Meanwhile, the real Sam and Dean are in the attic and the kid ghost is there revealing that he got all scalped. Uh, and he's like, my mommy loves me. My mommy loves me this much. It's gross. Sam and Dean get their answers yeah. by calling the Historical Society. Uh, they find out uh, that indeed one of the boys that was killed was Letitia Gore's own son. Uh, they steal mm. the map from the featured Sam and Dean. And this is the part where we get the, like, uh, give me the map, Chuckles. Who are you calling Chuckles? Chuckles. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. And he says, let's work together and we can get this thing done uh, twice as fast. And featured Sam and Dean are like, okay, but we get the gift card and we get to be Sam and Dean. So that relegates our Sam and Dean to being Rufus and Bobby. Rufus and Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. So Dean uh, uh, has one of his like little go-off moments where he's like, why would you choose to be Dean and Sam? It's not fun. It's not entertaining. And their pain is not from your amusement. But they found their way by the cemetery. Yeah, and he's like, what, what would Sam and Dean think about what you're doing? And he's like, well, I don't think they would get their feelings hurt. I don't think they would care because they're imaginary. And he's like, they would care. They would care a lot. <laughs> Sam is just like he's really into it. Yep. So they're in the cemetery, and our fake Sam and Dean are looking around. They're looking around. They're trying to find the the like some you know fake plastic bones that are hidden around here. And the real Sam and Dean are like, well, bones are usually under the ground. And they're like, uh, you're digging up a real grave there, dude. And he's like, yep. Join the party. <laughs> Uh, like, this is this is what you signed up for. Yep, they're really unhappy about it. Uh, and as soon as the real bones are revealed, they bail. Letitia Gore appears and uh, attacks them as they're trying to get away. Uh, but she gets ganked and vanishes up into a puff of smoke before their very eyes. Thinking that they're all safe now and that the danger is over. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, which turns out to be the wrong move. Very much the wrong move. But they're at the hotel. They're all drinking. Uh, and it's like, wow, that was intense. Yeah, you guys are really good at this LARPing thing. Sam and Dean go to leave and realize that every entrance has been sealed and locked. They're trapped in now with the ghost. 
the little boy goes to Piers and says, why would you send my mommy away? My mommy didn't do this. And they're like, oopsie doopsie. Cut to the hallway <laughs> where the German, uh, the tall German scarecrow who wanted to know about the bungees uh, is confronted by these three scary ghost kids with knives who are like, Letitia Gore is gone. Now we can have all the fun we want. And they uh, kill him and scalp him. Yikes. Yeah. In the main hall. Yeah, the scalping in this episode. It's really gross. <laughs> yeah. Scalping yeah. is gross. And creepy. Like the kids, they do a good job with the kids. They do a good job with like just them wielding the knives. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like all those kids look terrifying. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, I love that. And I love the line that you're Oh, real original, supernatural, and creepy kids. Real original. Yeah. <laughs> He's so he's so he's like he's one of those fans that you really do see at conventions who are like, I'm here because I love it, but I'm going to complain about it the whole time. Yeah, I'm going to be extremely critical. Um, so in the main hall, uh, Dean and Sam heard everyone in there and he's like, well, Chuck, uh, your Q&A is about to get extended. Uh, and he's like, what's up next? Uh, angels, they're not as lame as you think. <laughs> he, he's doing that and stalling while uh, everyone's been salted into the main ballroom Sam and Dean are going to fight the ghost uh, and uh, there's a fun moment where he's like these boys were playing cowboy and Indian and Dean goes they were LARPing LARPing as cowboys and Indians yeah. right they were LARPing as cowboys and Indians uh, they were uh, only afraid of one thing and that was mean old Letitia Gore so Dean gets an idea to go grab the LARP Letitia Gore. And I feel so, I feel like this was a very unethical decision on their part. Oh, yeah. Completely. I don't know if they do this in a later season. I don't know if they use the bait. Yeah, they're uh, using this poor bait girl as bait. Season. And she doesn't want to. She's really scared. She's like, I can't do this. And they're like, sure you can. So... Uh, Dean is yeah. trying to use her to attract the ghosts of the boys and get them to open the doors. Sam and his uh, buddies, the fake Dean and Sam, are going to try and get out and go salt and burn the bones of the boys. So she's LARPing. She's like, boys, come here this instant. You come when I call you. Uh, but you naughty boys, open the doors. But her cell phone goes off. Oh, yeah. Her ringtone goes off. Oh, man. The only people who managed to squirt out of the building were our featured fake Sam and Dean. So they run to the cemetery. Good thing they know where it is. They've got shovels that were already in the graveyard, and they're like, Supernatural makes it seem way too easy to <laughs> dig up bodies. I'm going to throw up. And he's like, No, keep going. You got Once this. again. <laughs> It's the, the writers being like, here's more things people complain about in our show. Like, yep. here's more what the German guy would be saying, right? They always make it look so easy to dig up the graves. Yeah. It'd be very hard all the time. They'd spend days digging up graves. They would have nothing but calluses on the palms of their hands from always digging, digging, digging. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. Uh, so in the convention center hall... The manager of the hotel is like, this is stupid. I'm out of here. He breaks the salt circle and immediately a little devil boy uh, is attacking the people. 
Chuck dispatches him with an iron mic stand and Becky immediately has goo-goo eyes for Chuck. Oh my gosh, he's so bright. Which, yeah. At this point, this is where I want to bring up uh, a fundamental thing of this episode that is, uh, I think, one of the, the most fascinating things I was thinking about during this episode. The who like the biggest LARPer in this entire episode is Chuck. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Because he's literally doing all of this. He made every single, like what we know about the show come 10 years later will be that everything in this episode is manufactured by Chuck. And so that includes the, like the, the little boy almost getting him and him saving and looking good. And so then I'm like, and then he has the whole moment where he's like basically like manufacturing himself for Becky to be into him. And it's like, oh, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if at this point in season five they had plans. I, it seems like they might have due to the line of Chuck say, you know, or like, you know, in an earlier episode, Chuck saying like, oh, I'm, yeah, a I'm a god or yeah. whatever. Like, I don't, you know, so they obviously had maybe some sort of an inkling that that's where they wanted to go uh, and, and go with Chuck. But like, man, when you really watch this episode and really think about it from his perspective and his point of view, it's like he's the ultimate LARPer yep. in this because he's just he's playing it up the whole way, even to the very last frame mm-hmm. when they're when they uh, uh, go in on about uh, uh, all the, you know, where the cult might be and everything when when Becky's like. You mean you didn't read the book, you know? And Chuck's like, I forgot. And I'm like, ew. And it's like almost like gross. It only like gives me like once I the more I thought about it, it gave me like the yucks inside. Yeah, you know. I don't think like, they. You know, it does when you yeah. looking back with the gl- eyeglasses of knowing that Chuck is a, the a vengeful yeah. god and the ultimate supernatural villain. Right. Um. But I, I don't think they knew that. That's what that I mean. Yet. Like when you when you watch it now, it it gives this episode, and you just like put that like tint on it. It gives this episode a really gr- like slimy, grimy feel. Yeah, you can't you can never look at Chuck in really a good in the way. same way in a, like a, in a good way. But like, yeah, it's just like he's. But it is also like really kind of metaphorical, almost where it, you know it's like he is the ultimate larper, like there's all these different levels of the of, of the live action role playing going on in this episode but he's the one who's doing it the most and no one knows it yep because he's the storyteller i loved it <laughs> right it's pretty great yeah. Uh, the fake Sam and Dean can't get their lighter uh lit and he's like how does Dean always get it on the first mm-hmm. try in the books <laughs> also also great also just more of that writer's uh Meanwhile, Sam, here's what people keep complaining about. Sam and Dean are both nearly getting scalped by little ghost boys. They're both just like wrestling with the boys, wrestling with the boys. They're not winning. They're losing. They're wrestling with the boys. And then finally, poof, the boys get ganked. Dean uh, picks up his iron, uh, his iron uh, fireplace poker and says, maybe that guy was right. Maybe we should put these on budgies. <laughs> Yeah, perfect line. I was confused. Weren't there three murderous little boys, or just two? There were, but I, I, uh, uh, the third one was attacking them in the hallway. But I only the the two uh, featured Sam and Dean only dug two graves in Salt and burned two 
Oh no, they show right? they show uh, all four of the ghost boys in a little pile oh, okay. of they show a little pile of skeletons. Okay. I must have missed that. I must have been looking down making a note or something. Because I was thinking that too, because there's four little boys' graves. So they had to dig up four graves. Yeah, that's probably one of the like Wow. Yeah. There's three bad boys and the one little scalped boy. Right, yeah. Which he was probably not the one trying to hurt them. So that's why I was thinking they only need probably needed to do three. Well, they should put but him to yeah, rest. You know which one's which, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we get a nice Thanks, extended uh, two each. Oh. Two two each, I know, and they were struggling so hard. Ah. We yeah. we get a nice extended BM scene, boy melodrama scene between uh Dean and the featured Dean, who's like, I don't think you really get what the stories are about. In real life, I uh work in a stereo store and he fixes speakers or something like that and you know copiers i fix his copiers he fixes copiers so to get up every day and get to help people get to be a hero that's uh that's the best kind of life you know that's what the supernatural books are about saving people and hunting things you know the family business the family business and we're having a funny goodbye scene with chuck uh, oh, it's fine with us if you print more supernatural books. Really? No, not really. We have guns and we know where you live. And Becky is like, oh, by the way, uh, you guys remember from the books that Bella uh, gave the cult away, but she didn't. Uh, or she gave it to a demon named Crowley. A demon named Crowley has is the this... cult. And this... So is this the first Crowley reference at all? Is this the first yep. time we ever hear about Crowley? Yep, we meet him in the next episode. Really? Huh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yep, so Becky's reading of the books has revealed a major lead as to where the cult is. And that's Season 5, Episode 9, The Real Ghostbusters. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Nope. Uh, yeah, I love this episode. I, the whole time, just have like a big old smile on my face. It's um, a fun one. It's so good. I think every uh, character, actor around the boys is absolute, just, just nails it perfectly. I think the two featured, Sam and Dean, are wonderful. I obviously think Becky's great. Chuck does a great job. Rob Benedict does a great job uh, uh, really selling the chuck and the whole the whole bit uh i think that the writers were absolutely on fire in this episode both in like how they how they structured the episode and how they kept you know that kept being meta and self-reflexive but not you know not too much they didn't overdo it they just kind of peppered it here and there yeah Um, it's a really nice balance between uh you know a, a scary you know classic supernatural episode and a meta bonkers uh uh tongue-in-cheek supernatural episode and it's a nice break it was it was the perfect balance it's a nice break uh, to have a monster of the week like this in the middle of such a heavy season as season five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, there's a lot going on. Obviously we're about to meet a major player in the next episode. So like good little, like cool, fresh breath of fresh air before like delving back into the rest of the season. Yep. 
uh, yeah, because because yeah, it it just. How do you feel about angels? <laughs> They're not nearly as lame as um, you think. I love it. Yeah, I I just think that, and then I love you know, I don't know. I I I think it's almost a flawless episode. I really think you chose a, an excellent one. I think that this is just a, a super freaking awesome and it's it follows changing channels right it's right after changing channels um i believe it's changing channels in season five i think it is i think the previous episode is changing channels yes it is so uh uh, it follows an episode wow yeah follows an episode that we've already done and that we love is this our first time doing back to backers Um, no you did back to backers no, because I just we yeah I did back to backer a while ago, but we have I mean we obviously did we did change channels a long you know many weeks ago yeah months ago many many um, episodes ago but, but I yes so uh, I just like that this follows one that we've already already talked about and done and obviously then we just talked about Bella recently too so like you know we got about Bella references in it and uh, it sits perfectly I think in the the time crux of Supernatural as well I think if you were to take you could probably show someone this episode who had never really seen or known anything about Supernatural. And like they might, they're not going to get a lot of the jokes or anything, but I think they would have a good time yeah. still. I think this is when you could show someone and be like, this is what the show is about. Like here's an, ep- here's kind of, it's like, it's scary. It's spooky, but it's also like really fun and quirky and, and like makes fun of itself. I like so, touching like, and meaningful. Yeah. And that too, you get that great moment at the end, the whole BM scene at the end with the featured Sam and Dean. Like it was, it was a great moment. And like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I was really enjoying this episode quite a bit. I Yay. think we should do it for the show. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. How do the rules play out? Well, the panels are only announced once, okay. obviously. Yeah. But I just, I wanted to call attention to them. Uh, I got the yellow-eyed cooler twice. So did I. Uh, I got them saying LARP or LARPing five times. Five times. Okay, I got. I only got three. Um, but I might have missed a couple, obviously. Um, the one thing I noticed was that, much like in the, in the LARP in the Real Girl episode, I feel like they say the game a lot more than a LARP. Mm-hmm. You're taking so the game too seriously. Maybe an alternative rule is, yeah, you're taking the game too seriously. Come on, it's the it's game. It's just like, a game. I feel like they say the game a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like how then, yeah, and then LARP and the Real Girl is just a game, but I think, yeah, in this, yeah, it they do it quite a bit in this one too. Excellent. So you can play LARP or game or both uh, mm-hmm. or, or not, however much you want. Make it your own. Um, agent names I got two times, but it's doubled both times because they're like the most. It's like Lennon and McCartney and uh, Jagger and uh, Richards. Richards. Yeah. So double up. That's a, yeah. a quadrupler. Like, yeah. I got naughty, naughty, naughty four times. Mm, I got it three. Maybe I didn't count when the actress says it at the end. Oh, maybe. Naughty, naughty, I think naughty. she does. Maybe, okay. Then I then I must have. I think I missed that one. How many ghost sightings did you get? I counted eight. Ooh, I got nine. Okay. 
again, I think I, I was like drinking and not marking down. Uh-huh. Um, I was drinking at the time like a 9% beer. So the further we got into it, I think the less I, I was marking things down. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many chuckles did you get? Three. Three? Yep. Mm-hmm. Got three. Um, salt and burn bones? Uh, five times. Five times? I only got three. Because you were only counting the two bad boys who were going to scalp Sam and Dean. There were four boys and Letitia Gore. Well, and and Letitia. So, I yeah, I counted only two bad boys and then Letitia Gore because I only saw the two graves. So, that's why I was yeah. Um, And then that's what Sam and Dean would do. Yeah. Well, that comes at the moment where he's like, we're going to help. And he's like, are you sure? You've seen how scary this can be. And he's like, yeah, we're going to help. It's what yeah. Sam and Dean would do. And then the music just like hits. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. Oh, so that is uh season five, episode nine, uh, the real Ghostbusters. A great episode, uh, a real triumph. What is coming next, Nate McCorder? Oh, 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 Chrissy. Next, we're gonna jump forward. We're gonna go six seasons forward, actually. Okay. We're going all the way to season 11. 11 okay. Episode seven, an episode that we know quite well because it has been done at the Phoenix Fan Fusion. Is it Fest, plush? Uh, before. It is plush. Yeah. We are doing plush. Uh, another one, again, I could probably watch. I, I, man, I. Love watching it, but it is also one that is sometimes hard to watch. Yeah, it's not. Easy it's a tough one at times, but uh, it's it's a great episode. So here's our rules that we're gonna do: um, <clears throat> mask attack. Okay, taking a drink for a mask attack. Um, I, I'm calling them Donna isms. Okay, drinking for Donna isms. Um, Sammy sees a clown taking a drink. Uh, we're taking a drink for Donna Doug Diggs. Okay. Let's see, because I just wanted to have a rule that's Donna Doug Diggs. Uh, and then uh, we got Stay Inside the Circle. Okay. And then the last rule, there's no shot for this episode. I didn't have a shot for this episode, but the last rule is Prayer Talk. Prayer Talk. Um, I like Stay in the yeah. Circle. That's a classic Prayer rule talk. we haven't done in a long time. Yeah, it's a good one, and it, I mean, it it it's just fun. Anytime I see the circle, uh, I always like think about it. And then, of course, you drink twice if they don't stay inside the circle. Of course. Uh, yeah, but the but it's an episode that's that's super fun. Features one of our favorite side characters, and Donna. And yeah, I'm excited to talk about it next time. Awesome. Um. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking around uh, to find out what's coming up next. There's even more to this episode. So if you're still having a great time here with us, there's even more to this episode. You can become a supporting member over at True Story FM and get bonus content in which we discuss our lessons learned and have uh, some fun continuing conversation. Uh, do that over at True Story FM where you can also find uh, my other podcast, uh, the Most Excellent 80s Movies podcast, and the Cool Time Dice Hour. Um, Nate, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, gosh. 
Come to the neighborhood comedy theater. Check out a check out an improvised comedy show. We do them on Fridays and Saturday nights at seven thirty, uh, and occasionally we do a nine thirty show on select nights, uh, as we did last night. And I did not know we were having one, but we did, and it was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, it, check it out nctphoenix.com. We're in downtown Mesa. If you're in the Phoenix area, heck, if you're in the Four Corners area, come yeah, on down. it's only like a hundred and ten for like the next 10 days yeah totally worth the drive um we have air conditioning bring your sunblock um and so while you're even at night inside (laughs) while you're in the world uh while you're out there in the world saving people and hunting things you know the family business do keep the gank that drank motto in mind be excellent to each other and party on dudes party on dudes